Dan, it's been so long. We've even got a new theme tune for our podcast now. I've, I've longed for the church. Are you ready? Uh, I guess I am, yeah. It's as exciting as you <laughs> want it to be. <laughs> You are listening to the We Only Do One Take podcast. <laughs> the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. <laughs> Nice. Right, you can take those headphones back. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the We Only Do Take podcast. As Dan oh. just realised, it is the only show that is a complete, utter shit show. That. I am Turgeon. With me is my lovely co-host, friend of the show, fan favourite, host of the AMR podcast, Bar Talk. It's Dan. How you doing, buddy? Oh, fuck. I tell you what, I had, I had a mini orgasm. Like, <laughs> In, just inside me, not, not nothing external. There's so many other stingers coming. And I'm going to have to pass these headphones off to you so you can listen to those lovely stingers because they only get stupider. Uh, I, I decided I needed to do it for, for Kieran because he, he is the CEO of the show and he said to me, well, you know, you need to step up your game, Turch. And as the other CEO, the chief uh, editing engineer sorry mm. chief engineering officer mm. <laughs> i had to so we're both ceo now very confusing uh we had to get something brand new brand fresh spanking new for the podcast so very exciting time so good to have you back on the show how is amr play your stuff where can we find you before we start <laughs> that's a good question actually this is this is interesting folks because it's actually you, you pop i feel like i'm a podcasting virgin again because it has been a while so I have been quite over the last year, but I plan on getting back to it. So you can check out Bar Talk. It's been a while since I've done this, so I'm a bit rusty. It's all right. You can check out Bar Talk wherever you get your podcast. That's B-A-R-R-E. But uh, the main website is australianmusiciansradio.com. I'll check out AMR Australia on Instagram. Um, and we're I find you guys on Facebook. Facebook. I always see stuff on Facebook. Facebook. That's yeah. the best place. Bar, Bar Talk's find. also on Facebook, wherever the fuck we are. <laughs> I feel the same way. I post so little yeah. on our on our social medias. I feel really bad, except for Twitter. I just post my own thoughts, or usually it's rants against <laughs> banks. <laughs> the stuff that you know might get you in a bit of trouble with you know your other line of work. That you just, just need to like just yeah, it's just discreetly like, place no, no, somewhere. Uh, I, uh, last year, so here's a bit of a wait, wait. It's rants time, is it? I think we should just kick. Oh, so we're still the, doing that, are we? Oh, it's always rants. Oh, you, but th- this is the show. This is like a therapy <laughs> session for oh, everybody. Oh, you've got you've got theme music, got for, theme rants. music for rants. Look, I took inspiration from Kieran and one of his um, psychology mentors for mm-hmm. this for this uh, introduction to rants. So here we go. <laughs> this is how you really introduce a rants. <laughs> Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. So, Dan, it's time to rant. It's it's been a while since I've heard the uh, somber tones of (laughs) Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil is, is is a national treasure. We all know that. Yeah. He got, he got fooled, he's gotten fooled too many times. Do you remember the guy from Bum, uh, from, uh, Bum Fights decided to go on the show and he dressed up as Dr. Phil? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I contacted... Uh, I was on the phone with my previous bank 
I could just say it. it was HSBC. Don't go to HSBC. They're a terrible bank. I was on the phone. I've, I've been told they're basically the mafia, a legitimized form of the mafia. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. As, so again, this is not my opinion. I'm just regurgitating <laughs> what I've heard online lately. Supposedly. So, allegedly. Supposedly, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yes, the magic word that prevents lawsuits. Correct. Mm. Correct. But I was on the phone with them getting literally a form that every other bank has on their website <laughs> oh oh that old chestnut <laughs> that old chestnut I'm like, hey can you pa-? it was called a home loan discharge form to say oh i'm finished with the home loan with you guys here's all the information to make sure it happens on the day every <laughs> other bank has that freely available on their website just to download i had mm. to contact my business partner <laughs> and i said to them yeah but the branch i opened my loan with has closed. <laughs> so I feel like this is more of a you problem than it is a me problem because I know that my my home loan is closing. <laughs> you are about to find out from my lawyer. <laughs> and that threat sort of just, just kicked. Well, I th- kick you know it. what? I felt very vindicated at one point because ah. my solicitor got really angry at HSBC <laughs> and he just emailed and goes, where are the documents question mark from uh, <laughs> solicitor? And I went, vindicated. <laughs> I'm a 10 out of 10. I'm so having a good time. The old here. aggressive negotiation tactic. I, I love it. Great. It was pretty great. Pretty great. But well, I'm here to talk about, rant about something else. Yeah, go on. Uh, because I've been watching, I love stand-up comedy. I'm sure you love stand-up comedy too. Oh, absolutely. That's, it's one of those, joys in life where you see a good stand-up like i watched the i I love all the dave chappelle stuff i saw the bill burr special that came Mm. out with red rock Mm. amazing uh i'm always a big fan of norm mcdonald so all these yeah comedians i absolutely love always fantastic always on and i love seeing like up-and-comers as well like my friend alessio my friend dan alessio carducci he's amazing yeah, it was funny because he came to my did my open mics. Um, yeah, he's when I was great. There for he's great. Fucking funny. I love that guy. I went mm. to high school with him. He's a well, ah, nice. his friend uh, Dan, who's been on the show here. He's yeah. doing a show for the comedy show at the mm. moment mm. Yeah, for in March. Amazing. They're really up and coming. I love them and all the stuff that they do. Get yourself actually sidetracked too if you're in Melbourne uh, and think it's March. Mm. Apparently, what you do, I don't know if I didn't know this until last year. Until I'd already the festival was half done. You get yourself. The part, like the $50 or whatever yeah, pass it is. And you get like five or six shows you can go to. No, just like unlimited shows. If it's like the local guys, you just yes. get as many of their shows as you want. And I ended up going to uh, uh, one last year as well. And mm. it was amazing. Like all the, like, so I love seeing up and comers. It's great work. But I think there are a lot of comedians out there that don't go for actual applause. <clears throat> they go for, uh, They go for claps. Oh yes, yes, the old echo, the echo chamber. Yeah, comedians. it's like oh, I'm, yes. I'm not really actually saying, <laughs> I'm not saying jokes per se, but I'm saying things that you will get an applause for. Mm. Clapter is what I like to call it, right? <laughs> and not only that, so there's that aspect to it, but I also think that there are just really bad comedians, and then when they try to present <laughs> the best of their work, like if you're gonna put like a video on. Mm. You, on YouTube or a video on uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, it should like it should be the best thirty seconds of your life. It's like an, your opening joke should be bam straight in. Yes, funniest thing you should hear. I found this clip here, and I'm sure all I'm sure there are male versions of this as well. But I found this female comedian from the US named Liz Miao. 
And I think we're going to listen to her. Last name is spelt like the uh, crockery company. It is true. It is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to listen to... I'm gonna I'll, think I'll, of some. I'll, I'll gonna think of some cooking. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna. As I was about to say, I'm gonna think of some good cooking puns to oh, bring in there. Beautiful. So this is yeah. this is <clears throat> this comedian here. I haven't seen much of her other work, but I thought I'd bring mm. this one in because I mm. think this one here she thinks is the strongest joke has had the most views. So this is what her and her audience think is the strongest joke she has. <laughs> and just like when I was watching Just for Laughs last night, yeah. when Trevor Noah was on, I'm like, where are the laughs? Where are the jokes? <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to go to every single one of those shows and bring a big sign that says, you know, as many people as I can like, roll it out, where are the jokes? And that's like the best heckle. That's like the best heckle you can ever do. Like, where's the joke? And then what are they going to do? Try to heckle you with a joke because it's always going to land flat. Look, put it this way. <laughs> the, the real test of them is if they can they can respond back to you in a witty way. If they can't... I know. It's still, where's the joke? <laughs> where's the joke? <laughs> ah, good joke. Ah, put it on. <laughs> Win-win. But here we go. This is what she considers to be her best thing. It's, and the clip is called, We All Do Fantasy Math. Now, I don't do fantasy math. I just do real math because I'm a man. But other than You've that... You've obviously never watched Countdown before. Well, I do. I do. Yeah, okay, so you're lying. No, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, look, Ray- Rachel Riley's an exception. Uh, you, ah, now I know why you watch that show. <laughs> Everybody that's from America is like, Countdown? What? Rachel who? What? Yeah, F- no, yeah no. no. Go, go and watch it. It's good. I love Molly Meldrum. <laughs> <laughs> and his ass. <laughs> but here we go. We all do fantasy maths. Math. Okay. Called fantasy math? And the way it works is whenever I'm somewhere that has like shitty Wi-Fi or no Wi-Fi, I think like a plane, a train, what I like to do is think about like my last high paid gig, like my last like bonkers. The thing is, she's like, oh, if a train doesn't have Wi-Fi, this, that, I can't use my phone. I don't know what to do. So this is what I do is I pretend. <laughs> Sounds like she needs to get a better phone plan. I think she needs, <laughs> I think she needs yeah. Okay. So uh, when she's on one of those things, she thinks of her gig, last like my last like gig. bonkers money gig. And then I like to calculate how much money I would have made if I made that every week for a month and then every month for a year. And then I just kind of let my mind wander and I dream about how much better my life would be with all that money. Why are people laughing? It's like, this is really sad. Like, you're not making enough I think it's money. Like the, I think it's like the courtesy laugh. It like, is. It's yeah. just like, ah. It's the uncomfortable. It's okay. like... This is what I'm trained to do. Yeah, yeah. Either uh, that, or she's got plants in the audience. Well, That's it's the... either, either that, or it's like uh, I'm I've got a mic in my hand, but the audience has three mics under their seats. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stereo sound for, for oh, the audience. Yeah. Anyway, so she's so, so she, when she thinks about it, she thinks about if she made the same money every day, how much money she'd be rich. Apparently, I don't think uh, I think I'm yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Let's rewind like two years ago. I'm on a train with a comic I don't know very well, and he sees me playing with my calculator. He takes out his earbud and he's like, What are you doing? And I explain the rules of fantasy math. <laughs> and he's like, So you fantasize about having a salary? Liz, that's a job. Just get a fucking job. That's the saddest thing I've ever seen. Why w- okay, I get self-deprecating humor, but this is a story you don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I fantasize by having a regular, steady income. 
Yeah, you could do that. Nah, poor poor is fashionable these days because people want to. All people want to do is hear complain about how I like, can't afford a house yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. You know, as you sit in my house, <laughs> as you, sit, you sit in your house. I'm the opposite. Like, no, I'm richer. <laughs> I'm poor too. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Just sitting here and you sitting here on your mortgage ivory tower. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, we drink some. <laughs> Shut up, all you know. No twenty-two-year-old Scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'll settle for the fifteen and love it. <laughs> so let's finish the re- let's finish the rest of this bang a bit again. This is what she considers the best. And fast forward, the pandemic happens. I'm on unemployment for the first time in my entire life, and it's like pretty good money for me. <laughs> Ser- I, dude, I don't get I don't get money every week. Okay, you remember how they were like, hey, if we give people that don't make a lot of money too much money, they might not want to go back to work. That's me. I don't want to be here right now. It was the best goddamn time of my life. Isn't every part of that, why does this story get sadder and sadder the more she talks? I, I just realised too, you know, being a podcast, you can clearly see what's on the screen. Yeah. Um, she's got the tour dates. Yes. Are you noticed that, that as well? I'm like, yeah, come and a, see more of this. I know, that's what I mean. That's why I said to you, this is what she considers the best of her work. And enough to go, I'm going to use this clip to promote the rest of my shows. Mm-hmm. And if I saw that, I see, I saw this clip. This is why I took it down. There was a whole bunch of, of, and I thought this one in particular, I'm like, this is just a really sad story. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've heard sad stories before in comedy and they they can be great. This is just her realizing her life decisions are really bad (laughs) and she's really lazy. And yet, yeah. So where was the punchline? Where was the joke? (laughs) Like Where's I, I, I get that. I, I get that. Usually with these jokes, when they're when they're like, there's no laughs around. It's because you're building up for something. a kick-ass punchline. Yeah. You get serious, and then bang, your but, expectations but the, reverse. So this is a minute and a half of a joke. I'll, I'll, we'll give her that. And the punchline is, I didn't don't want to be here. <laughs> like you can't do that. <laughs> the obvious should be like. That's why, but I love this. That's why it's great. Thanks so much. Like, right now, you say, not only do I not want to be here, come to the rest of my shows where I don't want to be. <laughs> Worst advertisement I've ever seen. This person needs a proper PR team. She needs one of those Indian men that says, hello, I will get 2,000 subscribers for you for $50. And get some and proper... And after pro- three three sessions, like, just show bobs of Yeah, just show bobs of Virginia. That's yeah, yeah, a yeah. very yeah. important part of the process there. <laughs> oh Dan, have you got any? You got a rant for us? You got a story for us? It's like another rant. I'll, I'll yeah, I was trying. I was trying to think before. I was like, shit, I haven't ranted in a while. Mm. It's just I've not got much to rant about. But then I thought, no, I do. <laughs> and it's just like two years in the making. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but mm. back in the finance business, yeah, again, I think this is actually a good good segue. It's, it's, like, it's, it's all been like finance shit. This is how we do it. In the I show. don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, smooth it's all about the, so about the money. It's all about the money. Yeah, anyway. Smooth as bar talk. Oh, no, we've had some kick-ass transitions then when they don't work. we find your podcast again there. Oh, fuck that. This is why I quit podcasting. No. Fuck, that's what descriptions are for. Fucking scroll down the bottom. Click the fucking hy- <laughs> hyperlink. Okay, this is my rant. When did we become too lazy to hyperlink? Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Okay, I, this was not going to be my rant, but this is totally no, off the top of my that, head. I get that. Hy- hyperlinks have gone out of fashion. They have. They have. Like, they used to be back in the day, about 10 years ago, yeah, they'd be yeah. like, 
Scanning my description, I got the Harper link down there. Yeah, yeah, www.fuckyou.com. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, Google whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I don't you know. Yeah. <laughs> These days it's like, it's on my handle if you click the link in my bio. Yeah. And then you've got to go past down the OnlyFans like link, <laughs> and then it's past the corridor, the third door on the left in the back room. Even Linktree, like, Linktree's annoying too. Like if someone gave me a Linktree, oh my god, it's, I'm out. It's I'm the, out. <laughs> no, no, it's the fact that you've got to pay or you know yeah, use yeah. a free service if you don't want if you're a stingy bastard. The fact that you've got to use a service, yes, specifically because they've removed all the hyperlink, yeah. the ability to click hyperlinks. I, I completely <laughs> agree. I, I think, but I think this is a, I think this is specifically because boomers don't know what hyperlinks are. You got so no, no, boomers do know what hyperlinks no, are. They invented they, the fucking no, 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 hyperlink. No, no, no. They don't understand it. No, there's a definite <laughs> distinction. Like at my work, when you go, just send me the link to the file, hmm. and they go, oh, it's. It's in this drive, and don't tell you. Don't just send you the link. <laughs> you're like, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You just send me the link, and I can open the file, and then I can even save it in my favorites, so I can always access it. Uh, here's the link to the the actual document you can use. They don't understand that. I think I think hyperlinks are going away because we we're talking about QR codes. Yes, and I think that's that's like the. That's not going to be the next step, but something is going to replace the QR code in the mind of the boomer. Yeah, but because QR codes actually make sense. <laughs> it's, a, it's a scannable hyperlink. <laughs> yes, absolutely so right. Gonna, it just have to. It, I think hyper. I think QR codes just have to change into something simpler. Like I think it's just going to be replaced. Like it's just another barcode. You should be able to just scan a barcode. Next level. Put yeah. it in the corner of your thing. Are you pro or anti biometric thing? We know the idea where you can put implant. A... I'm anti everything. <laughs> yes, yeah. oh, I'll take that as a no then. But you know, you've, you've probably heard of the story. You may have even covered it on the show yeah, when yeah. that guy in Sydney or whatever literally inserted yeah, his yeah. oyster, whatever the Sydney version of the my key card is, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the transport card into his wrist. I did see that. And then, I did see that. and then, then like the transport goes, you can't have... do that. It's like. Why the fuck not? It's my own skin. Well, you can't. It doesn't even matter now. You don't need to do it. You can do it on your phone. What's the point? <laughs> so what a waste of yeah, But at what point is the phone going to be embedded into your skin and you just whip out your, like instead of whipping out your phone, you whip out your wrist and start pressing. Oh, that's even pressing worse. Your... Oh, that's even worse. No? I can, there's nothing more of a, uh, like a, a, the fall of civilization to me than everyone <laughs> always being on their phone. Like I can when, I, I, I'm at that age now, being a dad, right? I'm like, geez, how do people play video games? I can't even do it. I oh, fuck. I'd rather be doing anything else. I'd rather be playing guitar. I'd rather be walking the dog. I would rather just be listening to a podcast. I would yeah. rather be doing anything else. To sit there in front of a screen and watch another screen. You know, I, I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure you do. You look at the screen all day. The last thing I fucking want to do is look at a screen and interact with it. I'm like, I could just be building other spreadsheets. Or it's the fact that on that point, a screen watching a screen, I don't know if you've noticed lately, it's, it's largely a TikTok thing, a Gen Z thing. Yeah. You think Gen Z would be like more in tune with this, but the fact that they've resorted to instead of like screenshotting something and then superimposing themselves over the top. Yeah. They get their camera out and they literally film the laptop. Like oh, and yeah. they point to it. Have you noticed that? I've seen that. 
especially like people who, oh look at my new beat and it's like they're just it's like, so you're getting this beat that's coming out of shitty laptops <laughs> filming it on your phone with a shitty microphone now it's coming through my shitty microphone out of my like this is why you are never going to be famous that's why you know the guy that sits there and goes i'm going to tweak this until yeah and it's going to sound fantastic like steven wilson's music that's why he's given like king crimson's back catalog to re you know to remaster because or you know not you. <laughs> it's like Rick Rubin that came out recently. He's like, I don't know anything about music. I don't know anything about engineering. I don't know. I don't oh, that, that just explains a lot there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he was recording 72 albums in like, you know, I did System Over Down and I did Chili Peppers and Andrew Dice Clay. How is that even possible? <laughs> I, uh, I'll get a one for you. Final rant until we go into some news. Yeah, go on. There's news here. Um, you're thinking this up. You get, you, your, your partner leaves the house. You got some time. You think, okay, mm. whip up the old porn hub. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. How long are you gonna be, honey? Fifteen minutes. Perfect. <laughs> that's all I need. You know. And oh, you, you go, get you, three rounds in that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have a look and you go and you find. You look at the little thumbnails and they give you like a preview now. Like, oh, mm. what a what a what a momentous forward we have in pornography. Like, remember back in the day, like you would click on a, a hyperlink and hope <laughs> for the best. And then you got like the little Im- like an image like you would for YouTube and a little description. And then they're categorized and all that. Like, oh. And now you get to see a little couple of images back and forth, a little bit of the clip, and you go, yes. Oh, this is looking pretty this looks to my taste. I'm very happy with the choice I'm about to make. And you click on it and you might have another couple of tabs open, all that sort of stuff. And then you're all ready. Yeah, yeah. And then you open the video and the music starts in the video. And you think, okay, well, maybe it's just an intro, like a podcast, like it's an intro song. Yeah, it's always it's always like the tackiest Casio level yeah. synth sound too. <laughs> or it's like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I know. And then you keep going. I'll just, I'll just, as every man does. Here's something for you, ladies. We skip through the porn. <laughs> we only need little bits of everything. We don't need the whole 52 minutes of whatever they're doing. And the whole way through the porno. It, it, it swaps from the music from being the high intensity EDM dance music of the 1990s all the way to that sensual, like, <laughs> as you said, Casio keyboard 1980s flute oh, music yeah. and then into the end. And then you just hear at the end the male the male orgasm rather than the female one. And you're just like, <laughs> all of this was a terrible experience. <laughs> Start to finish. Worst concert I've ever been to. My boner is gone and my, my wife's about gone. to return. That's right. Fuck you. That's right. I the mo- that is the, one of the most disappointing things in life where you just go, oh, this is going to be a nice, entertaining day. Mm. Quick, quick session, relax. And it's just absolute <laughs> stress getting to any sort of point of enjoyment. I don't know why they do it. I don't know why porn makers think that's a good thing to do. I also miss... Do you remember back in the, when Sarah Palin was a thing? She was like a... Ah, uh, yeah, Russia from my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to be like yada, the yada, first yeah. female vice president, all that sort of thing, like female mm. prime minister, prime, uh, vice president of the United States. Very exciting times. Never was going to happen because uh, McCain was... Mentally ill. <laughs> and then, Contrary to the hot potato chip, he was not a... a I nearly fucked that up. <laughs> I'm a cane. You've not done it. Not again. 
Not uh, for one time. I just hear the rains in here. That's all I hear. <laughs> hear the <laughs> anyway, and then they made like the porn parody of of Sarah. Palin and it was like called Nalen Palin and it was like actually funny like oh. everyone was like it's funny and it's a good porno I didn't know this that was a real thing that happened okay and you know who uh AOC's the the Lesio something Cortezina yeah really attractive like oh the one that fucking um Ben Shapiro wanted the feet picks off was that yeah, and uh, yes, was that was that a thing? And, uh, Alex Stein, uh, Alex Stein, ninety nine went up to him and said, "She's my big booty Latina," and she said, "I'm being raped." <laughs> remember, remember that? No, I don't. Oh, really I, good. I got a lot of homework to do, oh, folks. Alex Stein's just Alex Stein's king, but he did all that, and she's very attractive. She's young. She's like our age, mm. and there's no porn parody. She well, isn't what, one in the cast. What are you doing? What are you, I think they only do it for like Republicans and never to the Democrats in America. I don't know why. It's a shame. It's a shame. Apparently, there was a Brexit. Of the British did a Brexit one, and they had everyone. They had like mm. Bojo, Angela Merkel was played by someone. Well, and of course, they're all like all like they're all middle aged, like overweight people playing it. Yeah, that's just that's, British that's porn for you. Um, <laughs> Very fresh. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they had everyone. I think they had Putin in there. Like it was the whole. Fucking whole gamut Europe. of, of, of it's the whole European, the whole sway of European leaders. Well, you know, you got to have yeah. them all. Who's yeah, who of? If you're going to have one, you might as well have them all. <laughs> the who's who of I, political I went, lookalikes. I went on a podcast last year called the Porn Stash Podcast. A bunch of guys in the US, and all they do is review porn. I'm like, I have to get on this show because it sounds hilariously funny. Yeah, and they sent me a porn parody of Aladdin to watch. All right, and it was <laughs> it was not very good, but. Uh, I listened to the show and I thought oh, I can bring you know I'll bring in some notes this and that hmm. and I'm just like oh, okay we'll talk about the pornography look you know I feel, feel this shot's a little bit out of focus and then the close up of this wasn't that wasn't that nice could have been from the lighting was bad here <laughs> the, the, and they're like you are way too in depth into the <laughs> into the reviewing aspect I'm like why aren't you reviewing it like and their review was like eh, you know oh, good good uh, good good uh, doggy style video uh and the, the, the funny bit for me was and i didn't know this at the time and i'll get to that i'm like oh yeah the guy puts on a condom and they start banging and then they take off the condom and she gives him a blowjob and then he puts back on a second condom and keeps going <laughs> i'm like i don't know about you but that just like for an aladdin time picture it probably shouldn't happen <laughs> well shouldn't i mean would be time accurate if, if they said that the condom was made out of like goat's blood or something. Because <laughs> yeah. isn't that what they did back in the day? It I was like goat's so. sheep's gut or whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. basically a salami and then, skin. And then she was t- they were telling me, no, 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 this porn actress only does... You know that shit that you put in your fucking pasta sauce? Yeah, salami? Yeah, yeah that might have been a used condom back that's in the day. Right. Yeah. yeah. Look, we don't waste <laughs> any of the animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they were telling me like this porn actress specifically only has vaginal intercourse with guys that wear condoms I'm like mm. this is like this this is ridiculous because halfway through she puts it in her mouth <laughs> like, <laughs> just broke her own rule yeah, it's like it's either you have the condom on the whole time or you don't have it on I like, mean, god it, god's not watching up it there it was pretty pretty <laughs> well you know <laughs> I, was that part. Remember, yeah, just, I was 
just, so, just baffled by do you, their, their... Do you remember when we came, when I did that episode with you guys, when we reviewed, was it Leelu or oh, whatever Lilu, her name yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, I, was, she was talking about, in fact, I was talking about this to a friend of mine not recently, <laughs> um, that podcast. Your about, friends must think you're really, really a bit whack. It's oh, like, oh, I reviewed this, this porno the other day. Is that Teresa from, from um, the, uh, that podcast, mm. from uh, from uh, Bad Poet Society and uh, Story for a Song. And we're talking about that one I was, we reviewed with my cousin. And the porn, uh, the porn star was recording their podcast next to a washing machine. And then I told her that on Twitter and, and she goes, you're a misogynist. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's roll it back here. This is practical advice. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember we did, we reviewed, was it Leeloo or whatever her yeah, name yeah, was? Yeah. And I remember you told me afterwards, she like, she actually commented on, yeah, on the post and was like, say, oh, thanks for the feedback. Like she was genuinely yeah, she was happy really, that we reviewed we, it. I, I, I got that like, oh, oh, Porn Stars podcast, let's review it. And the whole show was about her trip to Disneyland. And we're like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> <laughs> like in Disneyland wasn't code or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, no, no, no they like, were literally going to Disneyland. She was recording something in the, uh, the hotel room of Disneyland. I think she was going to wear something, do something. But like she was actually going on a holiday trip. Mm. with her family to Disneyland. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not what anyone signed up for, really. But she was happy to get the feedback, which is amazing. I tried to get her on the show, but she's, you know, she's a porn star. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get the one on the show that uh, we told had uh, don't record next to a washing machine on the show. Because I actually want to ask her, do you remember a, an internet uh, relic named Maddox? He had the page called the best page in the universe and it was ah uh, yeah yeah the, yeah yeah vaguely yeah, yeah so I, I used to like him and he's a great podcast called the big the uh, uh, biggest problem in the universe with dick masterson he was the guy that was the male chauvinist on <laughs> on uh, uh dr phil mm. and he was a bald head mustache yes and, yeah and they did a show together called the biggest problem in the universe they split up and now Dick does the Dick Jones a great show, and then he actually rebooted the biggest problem in the universe with another YouTuber. It's amazing. But Maddox was did a film called Ooga Booga, which is a horror film, and she <laughs> was in it. <laughs> Small world, right? And I'm like, I want to get you on show and talk about Ooga Booga. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, she did not return my. <laughs> What are you gonna do? You can't win them all. You can. You can't. You can. Aye. You know. That's I mean, right. Yeah. Some people are. <laughs> so we shall. Shall we? Shall we? Shall, ugh, I can't speak. <laughs> shall we say a little bit more ashamed of their past uh, career choices? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, question: Do you want to do some news? Have you got some news with for us today? Uh, to be honest, I've uh, as soon as I saw that David Crosby died, I had a little cry and oh, I haven't opened see. my thing. So he was against punk music. Was he? Oh, yeah. He hated punk. <laughs> he said it was all shit. I'm like, oh, you're not going to like the chats because I love the chats. <laughs> and the remotes. I love them. Two of my favorite bands, you know. Second favorite band in Australia, the chats. First is Dead City Ruins. <laughs> I say that to Kieran every time. Mm. Kieran will be like, I'm talking about Australian bands. I go, oh, yeah, this band here is one of my favorite bands in Australia. Not my favorite. And then Kieran will always be like, who's your favorite band? I go, Kieran, you have to say your mate's band. <laughs> <laughs> Dead City Ruins, number one that's, band in Australia. That's your, that's your favourite quote, favourite band. And then it's whatever a, your real favourite band is, second or third. You, know, you can't uh, be too they, I love Dead City Ruins. I, <laughs> I love all those guys. And then the chats is obviously fantastic. So 
Absolutely. Did you want to do a drinks review and then we go into some news? Because I got some fun news for us. How about yes. you go get some drinks? We've got a few drinks. We've got reviews. a few drinks. Oh, yeah. do, I, went, I, get to, I went gang ho at the oh, bottle oh, I'll get yesterday. Some, I'll get some glasses and we can take a sampling. Absolutely. Yes. The sampling here on the We Only Do One Take podcast. I'm excited. And we are back with our lovely drinks. We've got a fine selection here from the good people at IGA. Oh, no. It actually wasn't. It's it's an unnamed. So I'm like the ABC when it comes to brand marketing. Um, I've just got to you know speak in rhymes and tongues. It was a certain certain uh Mr. Man Durfies uh, that I went to. <laughs> and they came with a, yeah fan of the fan of the Durfies. Um, we we came up with a lovely uh, selection of discounted, reduced. I'm very excited. Ready to chuck. As I well, feel like, as I've always said with these reviews on the ones I've done on Bar Talk. You've got to get the stuff that's ripe, that's about expired because you, <laughs> that's when the flavours come out, folks. Well, if that's the case, then what we do need is the stinger. Is this another now one? it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. <sighs> See, I never know if that's a real in-studio burp or something you prepared earlier. I, I love <laughs> this. Every time I get, I get asked this every time that it comes on. Hasn't heard it before. It was a multi-tracked burp. But it was a real burp. Multi-tracked. Multi-track. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's like five different it's takes a nice, in one. It's actually a surround sound. It's 5.1 <laughs> yeah. if you plug that in. Uh, only on AMR, though. <laughs> only on AMR. Yeah. Here we purely stereo. <laughs> yeah, through some, through some speaker that Gareth found on the street <laughs> in the hard rubbish. Well, look, we've got a, a fine selection here. How about you take me? We've got my test... Test tasting glasses. We've got three, four drinks. Mm. No, three drinks and your special drink for individual review. Uh, this one here. Well, I mean, I was going to put them all, all oh, together. Yeah. So it's just a big old... Oh, we're doing a King's Cup, are we? <laughs> well, we could do that. Actually, that's well, not a bad yeah, idea. That, now that you do it, we'll, fucking terrible we'll idea. do an individual <laughs> taste and then we'll just do a mix of all together. That's it. Well, how about we go... Which one would you like to start with? You're, you are the leader well, of I this. have no idea. Again, I specifically pick stuff I've never tried before. Fantastic. So I'm going for the shit that is closest to me. That's good. Um, so first up, for a reduced price of two fifty per can, Delicious. we have the uh, Soba... Mm-hmm. Bad Hagali, mm-hmm. which I've just realized is not alcoholic. <laughs> non alcoholic craft beer. <laughs> Fuck. Non alcoholic craft beer infused with Australian bush tonic. Delicious. Um, well, technically less than point, <laughs> point, point, point yeah, 0.5%. Very, very so, safe. Oh, very safe. Very safe. Yeah, I, I think. Well, look, we can always taste it. Now, we can always taste it. Let's, let's looks give this a- like. This is uh, got some natural, well, not natural, but uh, native well, botanicals natural. in it. That's natural. Native so, is natural. Finger lime cerveza, which is just Spanish for beer. Yeah. Yes. So but I it's, mean, it's non-alcoholic. So let's um hear the let's hear the Please. sound. Is that, is it going to come out on this microphone? Yeah. Yeah, picked it. Look at that. Look at that wavelength. Oh fuck yeah! Fantastic. Have fun limiting that later. <laughs> All right. No, I'm not, I'm, it's going to be ball busting the loud. <laughs> yeah, it's like talk, talk, talk. Whah! Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Give it a little bit. You get the frothy goodness oh, first, my friends. Oh, nice color. It's like a um piss nice color. Piss color. <laughs> nice yeah. piss color. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I would say unhealthy. I would say drink more water if this, is, if this was my piss. The old bear grill special, as I call it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, that's. Oh, that's. <laughs> that smells um, like piss. 
It does, yeah. <laughs> smells like lager that's been left out in the sun for yeah, too long. And then you're like, oh, shit, I can save that for later. You put it back in yeah. the fridge and then you're and you, taking it out the next day. It's not like, as good as you would hope. You're hung over like, this was a bad idea. <laughs> for a big glass. <laughs> for a taste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Cheers. Not, cheers. Let's cheers. Get a nice yeah. Little chin, chin. No, this is this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, so flavour to it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to taste here. It tastes like a tonic water with lime through it. Yeah, I can taste the lime for sure. But it's like a rotten lime. It's like re- it's just weak. It's like <laughs> I've gone and taken the bottle of lime juice and literally put two drops of lime in there, and yet they have the fucking audacity to call it a lime, a lime beer. No, that's um. That's that's terrible. If someone gave me that, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, what, what are you doing to me? There's a reason why it's $2.50. There is definitely a reason it's $2.50. $2.50 discounted. Discounted. It was 5 so this is a 50% off. <laughs> Maybe you got a bargain here. Uh, place that doesn't have... Like, it's not even any bitterness to it. Like, it no, just tastes like just... off water. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yes, that's what it tastes like. You know when you get like <laughs> yeah. water, put a little bit, oh, I want a bit of refreshment. It's... This is straight from uh, Flint, Michigan, this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so much harsher than you with all my jokes. <laughs> no, I just think like... That's, that's a, da- that's a thought, thumbs down for I me. I would have thought that the uh, people, good, 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 good residents of Flint, Michigan have been through enough these years to, have, <laughs> to not have to deal with that bullshit. Oh, that's it, you know. I'm giving that a... Uh, What's your scale again? It's out of five, isn't it? Five or do we do with the ten? I'm giving that a two out of five. That's all. I'm, Fucking I'm, Flint, Michigan water go, glasses. What was the alcohol percentage on this one? Less than 0.5. And that's what I'm going to give it out of five. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it Fair enough. On, it had it on the thing. Okay, we've got two, two other, three others. Okay, okay. Let's, Number let's, two. And this one is also not a drum roll. <laughs> this is, again, I haven't actually read any it's of these. First. I, just, I saw, I saw, I saw. <laughs> I saw the cans, I saw the discounted section, I just grabbed the cans and we go. Okay, um, this one is, let me first of all check the act- this is actually booze this time. Please. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, this is approximately 1.2 standard drinks. Oh, lovely. Okay. The discounted sticker is probably covering the percentage, but I'm guessing okay. because it's like a... 1.2, that's like 4.4, 4.5. 4. There you go. There we go, I found it. No, I'm not an alcoholic. This is discounted from 5.49 per can to 2.75. Okay. We're in the same same ballpark and here a, of cost. Yes. So you can get for twenty five cents more, you can get something that's most likely going to be more delicious than alcoholic. <laughs> Availability not guaranteed. <laughs> it is a farmhouse style citrate sour by La Sirene. Uh Tagline: Farmhouse for the people. Uh, based in Alphington, Victoria. Oh, local say. boy, local boy. Local, um, yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, now this one particularly says it goes. It, so this one actually has uh, like a chart on the side tells you Lovely. what what flavors we can well, expect. Well, you know what? Before you read it, how about we try to guess it and see if it actually matches up to their chart? That true, and then a- we can go back to it and say, <laughs> yeah, nah. well, "Let's see, it, let's see it." Ready? Hey, it was good. It came up. I like it. I like. I made it. a mistake. I, I did pop it slightly before I realized. I didn't do it in front of the mic. I'll, I'll so. put in the other one in. Pop, pop was okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just double track, <laughs> multi track it. Add some reverb. It's going to sound fantastic. I'll do it for next time, right. just all the cop pops that we had. Oh, this is my last. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Recycle, folks. That'll save the that'll global warming. That'll, that'll do it. 
you don't want to make the same mistake as Ooh, last time. Wow, that is pure citrus. That is like mandarin, more orangey, almost. Uh, oh, I wouldn't say blood orangey, but definitely yeah, like, almost passion fruity as well. In a in a, there's definitely a oh no no pineapple. That's what I'm smelling. Hang on. Yeah, definitely got the citrus. Yeah, super citrus. But like, it's a sweet, it's a bittersweet citrus. Yeah, definitely blood orange. Yeah, I'm mm. tasting that too. But it definitely got some... It's a nice... It, Colour-wise, it is... Uh, uh, you're getting healthier with your pee. You've been drinking a little bit more water. It almost looks like you've put a... Uh, uh, what's it called? Like a, a Barocca in your, in your glass <laughs> with the colour. It's the same colour as um, fucking... Um, that uh, mountain goat. Ah, yes, I get that. Like, yes, yeah, the, 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 but the, it doesn't smell like mountain goat. All right, let's let's get let's this just... down the hatch here. It's definitely citrusy. Definitely, uh, yeah, it's good. So be, I already took uh, a sip. So take your sip, and then we'll compare notes. So I was too eager for this one. Oh, wow, that's super super bitey when it comes to the citrus. Taste. Like that just ta- that just tastes like I've taken a big old bite of mandarin. Yes, but not ready mandarin. Like. Just before it's ready, before it gets sweet, there's still that bitterness to it. Yes. Yes. It's much nicer than our first drink. No, this one's actually got some taste to it. Yeah, this, this is this is a beer, this is a drink, this is a beer drink if for people who don't like the actual taste of beer. Mm. It's definitely a sour. But it's not overly sour. No, this is a drink you would give your mum. It's like, I don't want to drink a beer. You're at a brewery, I don't drink beer, mother. and you're like, well, let me buy you something. You buy this for your mum. And you just go, oh, it's like a, uh, it's a, it's a special drink, mum. And she just drinks it. <laughs> and you go, well, it's actually a beer the whole time. It tricked yeah. you. Oh, I really like this. This is a start of the night drink. This is. Because you wouldn't, like, you wouldn't be able to drink more than two of these. I feel like it's full of sugar. I'm trying to see <laughs> what the sugar content is. But here's the thing. So, the, you know how I said it had a rating or like a. Yes, 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 a, yes. A, a thing. So for color, or did you want to guess, or do you want me to tell you? Oh, uh, well, we've got a scale. What do we give, give me something to sort of out of five? Out of five. Oh yeah. well, I'm gonna guess low on the color is lighter. So this is like a two. Nope, not far off. One, yeah. oh, one out know. of five. Not which five, yeah. fair enough. Yes, very little color. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Now, fruity is the next scale. Oh, this has to be like a four to yeah. four and a half. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, bang on. And then sourness. Uh this is like a mid tier, the three. Yeah, bang exactly on. right. Yeah, like perfect. you. Mate, you should do this for a living. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I'm not. Uh, my, my taste buds are only so good, but this mm. is this is quite lovely. Again, not a beer you could sit on all night, but one to definitely open up the palate. This is like an aperitif for an Italian. Like this is like a nice limoncello before you start your dinner to open up the. Actually, the it is lemonier, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the more you drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep throwing these words down my eardrums. I love it. I'm. But uh, it is. I, I'm very eloquent with my uh, words. Like you know. I'm very and I like to use big words, mm. you know, and photosynthesize them into something nice. I love I love lemonade when I'm hungover. So Ooh. I feel I feel like if I feel like that would be perfect as like a Sunday afternoon hangover. Sunday drink. afternoon yeah. drink. Yep. Yep. This is a session drink, not a but again, I couldn't have more than two. After the second one I would need to switch mm. to something a bit more regular beery. Yeah. Ooh, Bert Factor. I'm Bert getting the Bert Factor's good, not too belchy, but Oh, the gases are settling already. The gases are settling. In that 
I like it. I like that one. That one there's a clear winner for me. That is a solid three and a half for me. Three and a half. Oh, wait, no, wait. We're doing, sorry. Uh, seven. Seven out of ten. Oh, you're going sorry. out of ten? <laughs> I did five. <laughs> <laughs> out of ten, yeah. I'll do. Well, man, I, I go by five. See, so yeah, I'm giving it three, a good... Sorry, so then I'm right. I was right there. Three and a half for me. Good job. Shout out to the brewery too. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, what the fuck it is. You can't say Fan Durfies, but we can say the brewery. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially these like local ones. I think the stickers. Something in Alphington, you said. Alphington doesn't say. Oh, by La Sirene, I think Beautiful. is the place. Good job, guys. I give it a four out of five. Beautiful. Mum, mum's at the. Oh, shit. <laughs> We've had a little spillage on the table, that's okay. guys. I like it's on the table all the okay. time. <laughs> Sorry all. about that. That's <laughs> we can, you know what? Because I want to finish that off later. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's all yours. Well, the next one is. I think this one. We're going to go for the. Yeah. How about I introduce yes. you? Yes. Four out of five mums at the <laughs> mums at the brewery. Okay. This yeah. is definitely a mums at the brewery thing. This is a a, a six x sex tuple x fizz Ooh. fizz fizz squealing pig, uh, a sprit sprit size pinot grigio. <laughs> Did you know what you got? This is a mum drink. This is a mum drink. Here this we go. So squealing pig. I happen to know this is one of those like a pinot grigio or a pinot. Women love, and this is a uh, a uh, a sprit sized version of that. So this. So is I'm expecting fizz. Lightly spritzed wine. Um, so this is from Squealing Pig. They're they're actually a good um. A good little winery. They do some good little mm. wines. I know that because Jess likes it, and that's the important <laughs> thing. And it it was a, well, a solid price of six dollars. It came down to three dollars. Uh, I can't see the alcohol content on this one here. They always have a habit of the putting the, the reduced sticker, the sticker on the important right on info. It. I can't really even see it through the, <laughs> through the thing. Like the, through Guessing the it's going to be like it, 6 or 7%. I would say it'd be very similar to an actual wine. So let's see if we can get a nice crack of this bad boy here. Ah, that was pretty Oh, that was definitely the best crack of them all. Oh, you think so? I think the first one was, but we'll see. Yeah, but that was the only good thing about it. <laughs> all right, give me some of the, the sweet nectar. The fizzy nectar. You can hear that? Hang on. Hear that? I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh, do, do it there. Yeah, you just like an old it. man pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too geez. much. Too much gas. Just like grandpa. Oh Jesus Christ! That smells like terrible Peter Grigio. <laughs> smells like gum goon. That's what it, it smells like. Smell like goon. Just a less invasive goon. Yeah, it's very subtly less invasive, but I I can feel. I can feel the clothesline coming out to play Guna Fortune, <laughs> and the and the and the eighteen year old girl who's had two drinks and is already out passed out in the in the corner. Have you ever had to explain what Guna Fortune is to an American? I have, but we'll do it again here. Guna Fortune is putting your bag of uh, box wine, boxed, but only white boxed wine, never yes. red. Oh yes, oh god no. Oh, white. Do you want to redecorate the concrete? <laughs> Absolutely. Your yeah, white I want to turn my footpath into what? a Jackson Pollock. Your white box wine, which you can pick up for seven to ten dollars a box, and it's five liters of the absolute worst wine you've ever tasted in your life. Basically, the shit they scrape off the side of the barrel. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Scrape is is the operative yeah. word, and then it is put into a bag, in a box, and then you take and it has like a, a uh, a press button, uh, decanter. You know, like those old, uh, those old coolers that they have, yes. at, like the school trips, like get the juice exactly out of the water. The same one. Yeah, those so, things. And then you put it on the clothesline with a couple of pegs, which is our <laughs> hills hoist, and you spin it around, and uh, whoever it lands on takes a swig of the sweet, sweet 
uh, bag of goon nectar, yeah. which is I, the terrible one. And that's exactly what this was I like. Noticed. This reminds me of was 18. The other, the other one was goon laybacks. Did you ever do goon laybacks? I never did that one there. So basically, it's this is very appropriate, guys. Uh, very, very responsible serving of alcohol. Yeah. You basically lay on the footpath or whatever on the ground. And then you're in a line, and then basically oh, someone goes across, and then somebody goes, and you're laying down, and then they dribble from a, a great height, the uh, the goon into your mouth, and then basically whoever lasts, you time it, and whoever lasts yeah. the longest before tapping it's like out a, a wins. Keg, a keg stand, yeah, uh, but the Australian version. It's, it's with, essentially with beer. It's essentially beer bongs, but for people that haven't got a survive? beer bong. <laughs> How are we this old and still and have but, fond memories of the like the yeah. worst experience? But I do digress. You have a wheels hoist. That's true. At this pl- new place of yours. I do. So at your housewarming, which I expect to be invited to, are you going to bring the goon? Or do you want me to bring the goon? Uh, I think what's so- happening? I think someone can. You know Wait. what? Let's just class it up. I've got an actual bottle of this right. and we'll hang it up. Cheers. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. That doesn't taste as bad as it smells. That smells absolutely terrible. This is actually quite drinkable. That's very smooth. It's way smoother than it should be. And drier than I was expecting. Yeah, it's a very mean, dry. That said, I know nothing about whites. Is Pinot supposed to be dry? I, I'm not quite sure. That Give us your answers in the comments, folks. <laughs> That's right. Well, there's a Pinot, classic Pinot Gris here. This is, a Pinot what? Or is yeah. this the Aussie thing? Pinot what? Or is this a lightly spritzed Pinot Grigio? With aromas of nashi pear and apple. Oh, I can And crisp finish. Special. And then the rest is covered by the reduced sticker. <laughs> so that's all we're going to get. But apple, uh, I can smell some. But absolutely lightly spritzed. So I was expecting it to just be like as bubbly as a champers. Mm. But this is... No, it's actually, this is quite drinkable. Indeed. And, and you can, I can, uh, I think the dryness comes from the pear taste. Yes. I'm definitely getting the nashi yeah. pears. Yeah, the for sure. This is uh this is actually quite lovely. This is actually my favorite drink of the night so far. I think this is my, it is, a, is a winner. This is my four out of four out of five mm. for me right here. Mm. Yeah, it's not it's not not a not a uh, not a not a blight to the senses. If you went to a, a brunch, you could drink this or like a, a bit of ice with a bit of ice. Thirty five degrees. Yeah. Which is what, like 100 degrees Fahrenheit for the American listeners? Something like that, yep. Hot brunch, hot brunch, mm-hmm. hot girls. That's it. But cool, the out wine's very, out, very cold. Out with your girls. <laughs> out with the ladies. Ladies night out. Mm. Mm. Starts a brunch, ends in the taxi. Absolutely. No, that's Absolutely. Good for me. Yeah, that's a 4.5 out mm. of 5 ladies brunch sessions for me. Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness, I'm very happy with that. Things are actually getting better and better. Well, we've got the last one here. I think we did the good order. I think we did the good order as well. I'm amazed that we actually pulled this off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the last one we have here okay. is another fruity drink. So, so I went to I went to the Bolo and they go, we're doing a, we're doing a promo mm-hmm. for this one. You can take a four pack of these for free. <laughs> so discount it from whatever they uh, normally sell for, for to zero dollars. Well, I'm never going to say no. Price is right. Let's put it out there. So yeah. What we have here is a low sugar Empire fruity beer, natural orange and mango flavor. This is 300 mil can. It's one of those long boy cans. Yes. You know, this yeah, is yeah. where you start off your uh, um, butt. Yes. Things put up your butt journey and you end up with like absolutely. 
and there's 4.2% alcohol. We can see the whole thing here. Uh, one standard drink in here. So here we go. Beer made in Australia with natural orange and mango flavour. Then we get the crack. Take it away. Oh. I think that, that was froth, the best one. That froth. Well, I mean, that one isn't about to expire, so that probably explains why it's still true. sounding this good. This is the least like- expiry one. <laughs> this is the full fri- price bad boy here. Yeah. Let's get some of that in there. Absolutely. Oh, just, sounding good. Just a drinking session, really. Yeah, it, the bubbles. I have to appreciate. I, I appreciate it for aesthetic purposes. Wow. Some lovely bubbles there on the side of the glass, but like when you've opened up a brand new cider. Mm. This smells exactly like a starburst. Smells like. Well, at least it smells like mango. Yeah, it smells like a starburst. Although I will say the orange is not quite as no, it's it's definitely it's not coming orange. through. Yeah, it's definitely mango coming through. It, it, it sounds like a like a fruity lolly. Yeah, so I, I chose orange and mango because it's the best fruit combination. I think so. Oh, I agree. I agree. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Here we go. Yes, you were about to go go for the big gulp there. But I was like, I was slowing you down. I'm excited about this. I feel oh. like this might be the winner of tonight, but. Now remember, it's low sugar, so it it's, is low it's sugar. For, That's fine by me. It's for the uh, health health crowd, folks. True, very true. For the I wouldn't Zumba in the morning. The, the only issue I'm having yoga with this, in the evening. Only issue I'm having with this. Yeah, this is not a beer. No, they've they've but they've called it a beer. It's it says it fruity beer. It's a the, seltzer. It's That's, definitely it's a, a seltzer. It There's, tastes like a seltzer, which was exactly the. So my partner had one of these cans last night. When I came home. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, she came home from work. I really need a beer. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, she doesn't drink beer. Do we need a drink? I said, here you go. It's beer, but I know you like fruity beers. Oh, yeah. perfect. And then Chad is like, she says, it's a seltzer. It's a seltzer. Right. Tastes so like now, a seltzer. Now we've, now we've established that I can rate it. Because if I said, someone goes, this is a beer, I'll be like, no, it's not. Yeah. And it's not. Because then I would just rate this a zero. Because this is not even close to being no. an actual beer. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's not a horse. It's a cow. Mm. I can't rate it as a horse. Because <laughs> 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 it's not. Um... But as as a as a seltzer, I'm actually a little disappointed that the fruity taste isn't as strong as it should be. It smells a lot stronger than it tastes when it comes to the fruit taste, especially for the uh, mangoes. Yes, yeah, I can, I can very the- faintly taste the orange mm. now that I taste it. Mango's there, but at least it's more balanced. Yeah, because seltzer, let's face it, is just slightly flavored alcohol water. Mm-hmm. It's for people that like to drink water. Again, mm. health nuts. Yeah. Um, but and they want to get pissed. Is it, is it a vodka White girl wasted. Vodka of some kind? Seltzer? I was thought vodka. Vodka based. Who knows? Yes. Oh, it's I'm always not. it's always like, remember five, five, ten years ago, it was the fat lamb? Oh, vaguely, before yeah. That, yeah, before that, it was like premix king. Before yeah. that, goon was the thing. Like, it's every five years ago, they reinvent the fucking wheel. Yeah. It's got the same, it's the same shitty, like, off-brand, Scraped off the edge of the barrel, bottom of the barrel vodka. Bring back. But they reinvent it with different the, flavors. What's uh, the Aldi version of the Cruiser? Do you remember those? I can't remember <laughs> what they're called now, but that's that's. Uh, I'm feeling their like names that are in- always like they're, they're always the off-brand names that are slightly adjacent to what yeah, the yeah. real name is. So instead of James Bogues, it's Jimmy Briggs. Yeah, that's right. Uh, S- slightly different, but probably the same batch yeah, of alcohol. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, 
Oh, just give us 50. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that said, they're Pringles. Aldi Pringles. Mm. They're stacks. Fucking nah, delicious. They're burger hoops. They're equivalent to oh, burger rings. Yeah. Are, the, are the greatest. <laughs> um, sorry, they're, they're better than the burger rings. You got nothing on that. If I ever propose to anyone, I'm going to give them a burger <laughs> ring. I said it there. I said it there, folks. Yeah, oh, it's on record, folks. It's on folks. record now. Uh, this is actually quite delicious the more you drink it. I could see you I could easily see white women drinking this all day. And mm. if you want to get into a proper market, white women buying things is the primary market. That's Absolutely. why that's why both of our podcasts are not taken off because it's not too- <laughs> <laughs> If we aim for the if we just did a crime show and talked and read Wikipedia about serial killers, mm. we would oh, have yeah. a very successful yes, podcast. Yes. But Even though the market's already oversaturated, oversaturated. <laughs> instantly have the greatest podcast ever. But we have tried to do funny shows and about music and drinking and, and news, and we are stuck in this terrible world. But this is what they will be drinking, listening to, listening to their serial killer podcast, and getting off mm. on that. I could see them drinking this beer, quote unquote. Not my favorite of the night. Definitely the you know what the Peter Grigio really stole the show. It was good, here. yes. And this this is solid. I would give this a three. A little bit below the, the citrus sour beer over there. Mm. But this is a solid three. Very delicious. Very gassy. Or maybe it's just the combination of everything else coming up. Uh, but very mild in taste. But a nice bubble. I like it. Three three out of five. Yeah, i definitely give it a three and, three and a half out of five mm. oversaturated uh, crime podcast market. <laughs> Very now, good. What a market. We're, that's it. We're, now, next podcast we're going to do is just a crime one. We'll just put it up somewhere on like. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll, do, we'll record like five in a row and just read Wikipedia. <laughs> Johnny Smith was a 35 year old businessman from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And he killed this four blokes. Was, yeah. next, next episode. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Next episode. Now, I'll just put them all through an AI and just upload them to some podcasting. <laughs> I trained an AI. <laughs> To listen to 20,000 useless episodes of true crime podcasting. Oh. <laughs> what's what's your... Okay, apart from obviously the obvious examples of podcasting, because we're going to get meta now, you know, as, as you do. As all, as all the over... As all the uh, par- jump the shark forms of media do, mm-hmm. um, looking at you, Rick and Morty. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Fuck that show. Uh, um, where's the joke? <laughs> where? <laughs> Um, it's all about letters of it's all about letters layers of metaphor and meta nah. metaness. Okay, but in all seriousness, mm-hmm. or not, let's uh-huh. be face it, we're not uh-huh. going to be serious here. What is the most underrated genre of podcasting, in your opinion? Oh, uh, like, like the, the <laughs> podcast around. reviewing podcasts. So you are going to go meta. Yeah, okay. I think so. I think we're at I'm that sorry, point. you've jumped the shark. I'm, I'm gone. See ya. Well, you know. It's a good good episode, guys. I'm it was the great while it lasted, Look, but I'm, I'm gone. I'm the Fonz. What can I say? So, <laughs> you, you do a music review show. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> at least I, I'm bringing in, like, as part of a, a different... I think there's so many podcasts out there. There's all these different markets. Obviously, the oversaturated market is going to be, yes. you know, either the comedy improv show... Oh yeah, oh yeah, guys, we're so funny. We can do a podcast, bros. Or, or you have your your wine and crime style podcast with two women hosts. Yes. Um. Yeah. What is it about? And my girlfriend is hundred and ten percent guilty about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it about listening to serial killers brutally dismember children in their local community? I think. And having a fucking what was it that fucking 
can of Pinot yeah. Grigio that you've got there in the bathtub. Oh, it's easy. Candles. Oh, it's easy because they think they can fix them. That's why. It's the oh, fantasy of fixing them. And that's why uh, they date us. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it makes us look good. Yeah, it makes us look really good. Suddenly, the him. average man is a viable asset. We fixed him. We fixed him. Boys, there's the secret. There's like, the reverse psychology. It's, it's, it's like Austin Powers. He's the man of mystery, you know? And that's what they like about him. Simple as that. But why, do they, why does the mystery man have to involve brutal dismemberment? What, why that and not just like, I'm oh, just some uh, guy that doesn't go out of his uh, room? That's a man what, of mystery. What, one of my one of my favorite things to do is find out about interesting people, and we've had lots of fucking hmm. interesting people in the show. And one of my most memorable moments of the show that I always tell people, this is probably like you know, possibly my favorite part of, of the show I've ever done was when we interviewed the gentleman who was into the diaper fetish. Yes, right. You, you have you have mentioned this episode <laughs> quite a bit, and I will always talk it up because. That was a very civilized <laughs> conversation, and I got lots of answers that I I was dying to know. The you know, questions got answered, and the fact is, I was so interested in this character, this this guy, and the why he thought the way he did. I didn't care what he thought about, right? He was into diapers. I didn't care. Like people go, "That's weird." I'm out. I'm like, "No, no, no." I don't care that you. Into, I need to know how you got to the stage. You go, yes, I'm really into pissing myself at work in a diaper. And when he told us the story of how he got to that stage, yeah, Kieran, we got off the phone with that guy, you know, from the US on Skype, and that. And Kieran and I finished up that episode. We look at each other, and go, seems completely normal. That is more normal than people I've met out on the street. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got something. He does it. He's happy. His partner's into it too. Problem solved. At least the man had the balls to be open about it. Like, I bet you that's way more common than you think. Oh, yeah. You go to your office, but you two thirds of the guys in the fucking marketing <laughs> department are wearing diapers under there and they're not going to give you any hint that they're no. doing so. No. So I'd just like to know why people think the way they do. I don't care about serial killers because they're just mentally deranged. But the people that are into weird, like people, that, like the guy that we've had on the show twice and he was into the flat earth. I didn't care what that he was into flat earth. I, I needed to know how he got to that stage in his life. And said, yes, the earth is flat. And I'm, I'm, I want to talk about it. And I want to get him back on the show again. Because I think he was the most entertaining guest I've had on in many... You know what I mean? I need, I need people like that. Like when we had bangs on the show. How did you yes. get here? Fantastic time. And when I cut you here... And you make me try all this alcohol, I slur all my words, and now I think it's time that we get on to the news. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect segue. Hey, let's just let's get the news on. <laughs> it is time for the motherfucking news with the wheels in one take like this. You really caught something, motherfucker. That's Joe Pesci. Of course it is. <laughs> He's the only Italian uh, actor we can look up to. Name Absolutely. Another, uh, and Danny DeVito. Well, yeah. That'll give, to short, short, short Italian, Italian men. Doing the most depraved shit yes. you've ever seen in your life. 110%. That's our, that's our role models. Yeah. Um, very exciting news. Mm. Very exciting news. 
Lots of stuff has been happening. Gwen Stefani's finally come <laughs> out of the closet. Oh, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> and Gwen Stefani, the short Italian uh, woman <laughs> that she is, uh, you know, pop uh, pop icon. I would say pop, pop punk icon from uh, her days in what was the band called? Not Garbage. Uh, I'm thinking it's of, some spaghetti no punk. Doubt, no who doubt. Knows? No doubt. No doubt was the band. <laughs> She's decided I am Japanese. <laughs> I, I thought she to... was just a girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, don't speak, okay? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Um, yeah, she's decided she's kind of 14 years after the debut of her Harajuku Lovers Fragrance Collection. We asked Gwen Savani about the praise, the backlash, and the lessons she's brought by most really beauty adventure and what she said stunned. So she's put out a new beauty line and she's like decided... I've actually, I'm not really, I'm not really an Italian American. I'm actually a Japanese. I identify as Japanese. And I think this is the most progressive thing ever because I'm so glad I can now tick Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander on every single job application with no questions asked in the world. Maybe, maybe the American version of that is the Japanese thing because maybe they're feeling guilty about what they did to them in World War II. I would, with the, I would go Native with the American in, in if we're going to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get this, right? I get like, you know, you sort of identify with a different culture. You bring it into your music. And stuff. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm Japanese. Maybe she's trying to fast track their um, fucking, fucking citizenship. You know how hard it is to get a Japanese citizenship? When you no, haven't well, got that's family, why they, that's why they have like no crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like as, that as, tennis player, Asaka, whatever her name is, yeah, she's yeah. the only black person in Japan. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's because of what mother is from Japan. Well, you know, <laughs> they always say J- Japanese police officers are so bored they're cleaning the street because they've got like it's nine in Japan is ninety nine point nine nine percent Japanese hmm. people, so they're like purely homogenized in a sense, and that's because and because of that, like they've got like no crime they've got like no very little like people that, that have, don't have any very dishonorable yeah whereas like <laughs> more multicultural cities end up being a little bit more wonky when it comes to wealth distribution and education levels and uh crime funnily enough i won't go into statistics but that's the truth of it that's just numbers that's <laughs> pure numbers there. but a whole bunch of people got upset at her about like the, I guess the woke culture that uh, goes, you can't do that, you can't be this, and I think white women are starting to become white men, in one sense like they're be, that like, like white women used to be the oppressed group, mm. and over time they're starting to become into the white men group where they're not as oppressed anymore. <laughs> is it is it something about? It's got to be about the attention because it's like those men's rights activists like I'm oppressed. It's I'm impressed with being a man. It's like it's it's just an attention seeking thing. I don't earn as much as a woman on OnlyFans. <laughs> Male porn stars don't earn as much as female. I'm not earning as not I'm not earning as much as Gwen Stefani. That's I can right. tell you well, that. Uh, one percenters. Here we go. <laughs> but a whole bunch of people got angry, and then so another article came out. This is like a uh, was it sort of a trilogy I bought in, but I forgot to bring in the middle one because who cares ah. about the second one? Japan shrugs as Americans view over Gwen's <laughs> appropriation. So, uh, Japanese people are saying they're bemused at the controversy over US pop singers' fixation with their culture. So they're like, hey, it's great. You like our culture? Share it with the world. Oh, we're all in. So everyone's angry at her. 
And the Japanese people are like, nah, it's all good. And then these people who are angry at her are like, we don't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> um, which is great. I, I always say this. Someone's, like, I took my, I took Kieran to Doc in Carlton, right? Which is an Italian restaurant made by Italian mm. for like, proper Italian food, proper Italian pizza. And they have all the Italian ingredients that import everything in. And he'd never had buffalo mozzarella. A proper Italian <sighs> buffalo mozzarella. You're kidding. Uh, no, no, he had it. <laughs> Amazing, right? I'm like, why am I living? He goes, what pizza should I get? I'm like, mm. well, if you, have you ever had proper San Marino prosciutto? He goes, no, I haven't. Have you ever had proper buffalo mozzarella? He goes, never had it. This is the pizza you have to order. <laughs> so he ordered the one with those two ingredients. He looked at me and he went, oh, Oh, I want to be Italian now. Like, yes, I know you do. Everyone wants to be Italian. <laughs> and I think people want to share their cultures with other people. And I think going, no, you can't be a certain thing. It just makes you a, 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 an annoying person. I'm sick of this white culture. Wasn't Gwen Stefani the person who did like the Hello Kitty thing five years ago? No, no, that was uh, Avril Lavigne same to me <laughs> these white women Avril rock Levin. stars turns Avril Levin, no, no. Gwen Stefani <laughs> is married to that country singer on that on that show which country singer uh can't remember his name he's on the he's on the the voice with her and Avril Levine used to be married to the singer <clears throat> of Nickelback oh Chad Kruger that's how you remember the difference ah uh, <laughs> see to this day this is going to be funny I I still don't know if you gave me a picture of Rhiannon Rihanna, sorry. Yeah. I even forgot her name. Rihanna and Beyonce and said, which one is which? Yeah. I want to know which one is which. Easy. Beyonce, B, boobs. Rihanna, no tits. Easy to remember now. You'll remember forever. <laughs> Easy. But what if it's like a headshot, mugshot? Then I'm done. You Boy. know. You can tell. <laughs> no. You and I tell you what, if someone comes on, it's like, well, oh, bitch better have my money. It's like, I can't remember which one of them That's did Rihanna. that. I love Rihanna. Like, she's, she's very talented. JC collab? <laughs> Fucking, they could have been in a threesome together. That's I true. don't know. That's probably true. That, that, they're probably whoring so, each other out there. <laughs> uh, very exciting times. Yes, I, I'm all for uh, Gwen Stefani being Japanese. Bring, bring The Japanese, the Italians, they should j- join together. Maybe even include the Germans. They, uh, I, I always seem to do positive work for a number of years. Uh, bringing the old band back together. <laughs> And then, and then, not so good after that. So, yeah, re- know, reunion tour, nineteen forty-five. Reunion tour. That's exactly <laughs> right. Well, I would aim for nineteen forty-two. That was a better year for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. The Italians bowed out early. That's right. That's right. Oh, look, we we saw. We're like a we back a winner. <laughs> uh, this is the only other news article I got. Uh, actress Margot Robbie nerds out about heavy metal and Slipknot. They're, ba- they're not the same. <laughs> uh, gets mocked by Kate Blanchett and the internet lashes out. So Margot Robbie and Kate Blanchett were both on Graham Arnold's... Graham Arnold? Graham Arnold's the coach of the Socceroos. Um, <laughs> now you can tell me they both were married to him at the same time. No. <laughs> um, yeah, they were both on... They were both on... Uh, Graham Norton, my apologies. Very close, but not not, not great. The mm. Graham Norton show, you, uh, UK BBC presenter, gay presenter, has a talk show, but it's actually a good talk show compared to all the ones in the US. Oh, Graham Norton is... Is, is kicked. Is just... Is kicked. Mm. 
so they both went on the show. Delicious. And, and she's talking. They're talking to Margot Robbie. And Margot's like, oh, I love heavy metal music. I love Slipknot. I love this. That. And Kate Blanchett blatantly goes, you listen to metal? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I do. She goes, who the hell listens to metal? The quote is, does anyone actually like heavy metal music? Well, is that something you genuinely, ge- genuinely like? And Robbie replied, I genuinely, I still generally like it. And then Blanchett said, do you like monster trucks and things like that? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, uh, it said, no, but I'm really into heavy metal. I remember going to a Slipknot concert at a time when I was on Neighbours. I never had more people come up to me ever than a Slipknot concert. It was so unexpected. They were worried about the characters. They were totally invested in Neighbours and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and the internet, like the, you know, the most of Europe <laughs> who are diehard metal fans uh, and most of the US and a lot of Australia, the big heavy metal music mm. scene here in Australia, I think one of your uh, fellow AMR members runs a show, a heavy um, metal show. Yes, was. I, tried, I don't I know. I try so hard. I try so hard. I... <laughs> it's a bit defunct now, but we'll, we'll pass that. We'll pass that po far. That's right. Po, they, po, uh, heavy wait, metal shows a whole bunch of listeners. Po par. I got mixed up. Fantastic. My apologies. Uh, but to hear someone... I faux I faux pard. No, I faux pard faux par. You did. It's a, it's a double. It's a both. You got to do both. Uh, but to hear to, to hear some like a celebrity like they're usually out of touch as it is, and I'm sure Margot Robo, Robbie is too. But to hear someone like Kate Blanchett just go, "Who listens to heavy metal?" Like <laughs> I would say, fifty percent of the world. Like Brazil love Metallica. You know what I mean? Oh, like, Brazil loves everything. That's like, why I keep telling you to come over there. That's right. That's right. Europe love heavy metal. You know, they do the big four concerts there. Aussie the heavy metal scene is niche, but it's the fucking best. It's great. It's fantastic. It's, it's, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, most of South America loves heavy metal. All of Europe, like all the Nordic countries develop. Even Japan loves heavy metal. Baby and you know metal. the Japanese go hardest with like the cosplay. I'm going to put it out there. Like, I fucking love baby metal. Yeah. Great band. I don't know why. There's something about them that's, that's amazing, you know? Every part of the world loves metal. And she's such in a little California bubble of <laughs> of, of of music. It's, it's to, For someone to come out like that who is so, so disassociated with the average human being, it's... Uh, I don't understand so, why everyone listens to celebrities. So here's the thing. Okay, so <clears throat> here's the difference between... Margot Robbie and Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is a more senior figure in the Australian movie Past her prime. Is that what you're saying to me? Not quite, but if you want to interpret it that way, <laughs> be my guess. No, no, I'm trying to think. So think back in high school, right? Yeah. Kate Blanchett was the resting bitch face, super artsy type. True. She was into classical music. I bet you that's why she doesn't like metal, which is, I bet you she's like, it's like, if it isn't Mozart, it isn't music. Yeah, um, say that. But she, she's the one that was getting the scholarship to go to f- the fucking drama, yeah. drama academy. She was super serious. Mm. Never seen her crack a joke and whatever. And she, you, you wouldn't hang out with her. She'd always be in the library or in the fucking... Yeah, well, reading hall, Lord like, of the Rings. Reading Lord something. of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be in that film one day. No, but you get what I mean? She's the artsy, like, super serious type. I'm going to that. be famous. Oh, yeah. Margot Robbie is the person that is far too attractive. You think that she'd go for the jocks. But in reality, 
She's just a loser. She's just a just a nerd. She's just a big nerd that yeah. likes really cringy oh, she's, shit. She's going to Slipknot concerts. Yeah, she definitely. Isn't yeah, she, so she looks like the guy that would date the the AFL superstar, but in reality, she just wants to nerd out over yeah over, over like some stuff. fucking Star Trek and I, I, listen to I some Metallica. I still can't believe that they that was the reaction, and it's I'm so glad that the backlash against her was <laughs> uh, go fuck yourself. We are a very large. We're not even a minority. We are a majority of people who like metal music. Like, yes, you might not like extreme metal, but I guarantee, like, you like. You put fucking Iron Man on. Oh, you people was, are gonna people sorry, are gonna fucking you, rock out. You put on "Kicks Up My Heart" by uh, Motley Crue, yeah, and everyone's going yeah, fucking yeah, nuts. Yeah. You know, hair metal is massive, and I guarantee she sings every single word of "Living on a Prayer." <laughs> You know, metal is such a, such a broad term. It's not like doom sludge no. or extreme, like, you know, black metal. It yeah. is like Iron Maiden's Run to the Hill. Yes. Er- Ace of Spades by Motorhead. <laughs> Fucking, that's got more. I'll even give, um, I'll even give Slim, um, Limp Biscuit a pass on this one. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine. Yes. Even Soundgarden is almost metalish at some points. And I love Soundgarden. They're amazing. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Every, I think a lot of people consider the Beatles. What's that track called? Helter Skelter to be the first metal track. I got blisters on yeah. my dick. Or I always, <laughs> I think the first metal song for me is always going to be "Immigrant Song" by uh, Led Zeppelin. That's the first. So one. this this is a conversation yeah, 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 you yeah. get like real deep into for that's hours. Right. The history of heavy metal. That's right. But I always think oh. that in my brain, that's the that, the yes. first time that it's so heavy. It's it's a classic metal riff of just octaves. Mm. It's what Rage Against the Machine wanted to be the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being that prolific that an entire, like one of the biggest metal bands in the world, biggest new metal bands in the yeah. world, is entirely based off one, one of your song. songs. Yeah, but that's Black Sabbath, right? <laughs> <laughs> Every single. Tommy Yaomi, play a different riff, play the same riff in a different key. My, oh, my, my favorite. Uh, have you ever. There's a music reviewer called Razor Fist. He's a ra- 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 Rageaholic. Oh, on yes. YouTube. Yep. And he does like uh, metal mythos. And he goes through every single album of an artist mm, and mm. talks about their history and reviews the album as well. And he talks about Black Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And he gets all these clips of Black Sabbath as well. And at the time he was talking, the drummer in the band was uh, Cozy Powell. Amazing drummer's mm. played with a yep. whole bunch of metal guys. Over the years. And Cozy goes, oh, we need to write a new album, Tony. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I came up with a few things. And Tony goes to his cupboard and pulls out a sack. One of the 10 or 15 sacks in the cupboard. Yeah. And inside is bu- tapes, tapes and tapes and tapes. <laughs> and he goes, I'll have a listen to these, see what you like. And Tony, and he goes, he goes, there was thousands of tapes. There was like 50 tapes in one bag and you had like 30, 40 t- bags of tapes. I've got... Of riffs. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> I've got a, I've got a friend that's, a good friend of mine, we go way back, that is massively into metal guitarist yeah, himself, yeah. massively into Van Halen's. Of course, Eddie Van Halen is his, his, his deity. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, he showed me a video of him in his studio that he built inside. Like he, he told the planning council that it was going to be a gym. <laughs> That's how big he built this thing. Yeah, and then yeah. he just decided to, end quote, build a studio inside it. Mm. And he, he would take the, he'd take the guy that he's interviewing him into his archive that him and his brother, yeah. Alex Van Halen, 
had recorded in the, like the last 20 years. And it's like going through the library of Alexandria, like the, yeah. the shelves of like the, the shelves of tape, magnetic tape go up to like this five meter roof. It's the same as like the Frank Zappa vaults. Yeah. It's just like yeah. apparently vaults and vaults and vaults. And Prince was the same. Yeah. You know, they had like, you know, big vaults Michael of the Jackson shit. Jackson was the same. Like they're yeah. finding songs that he was meant to put on Thriller. Mm. Didn't make the cut. You know, he probably could have gotten rid of the song with Paul McCartney and put something <laughs> better on. Um, and then like that's how you get stuff like Escape, which is a great like post-humorous album by mm. Michael Jackson. And they get back all the original uh, producers and they produce songs, modern songs out of yep. these classic pop songs that he wrote that never were released. Mm. And it's like, wow, there's, there's so much hidden music in the Zappa vault, in the, in the, in the Prince vault, in the Michael Jackson vault. In the Van Halen, the Led mm. Zeppelin, all these, I'm sure there's heaps of Beatles songs that, like, I, I watched uh, Get Back, and there was a whole bunch of songs that I was just playing that never made it yeah. to a record. I'm sure there's vaults and vaults and vaults of these amazing musicians that would just never get released, mm. you know, and that, that's really sad. But, uh, yeah, fuck but Kate Blanchett. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Very long winded way of saying Very long winded saying. Nevertheless, that. we got there. We got there. We got there. Dan, I am out of. I think we're out of drinks and I'm out of material. Have you got anything else? You got any, nothing else over that side there? No, I think we're I think we're done. What have you? You got one more drink there. Do you want to review that Jack Daniels? Oh, this seltzer? is the Jack Daniels Red Bull. I can give you another can if you want to try it, but I've it's this is literally what I've been drinking for the past month. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Fucking <laughs> two and a half out of five. Perfect. It was cheap. That's the whole point, folks. I'll, I'll, this man, this is a man after my rating own immediately. Heart. Rating automatically goes up by one point. <laughs> If you got it discounted, so that's there true. It's for you. If you feel like you got a deal, if you feel like you got a deal, yeah. it's all right. It like, tastes better. That's right. Next next time you'll come back and you'll do the a Costco trip and you'll be like, Church, everything was cheap. <laughs> oh shit! I've got to get a Costco membership now. And this is not a fucking sponsorship. You know? <laughs> but yeah. Oh, anyway, no. I'm working on. It. I'm working Oof. on. When we become that still... mum and uh, the mum and daughter uh, uh, wine and crime podcast. I think we'll be able to get a Costco Costco sponsorship. We have some fake wigs, and That's we'll, right. we'll role play as a couple of forty somethings. I could do you that. Know, do it, yeah. I yeah. could do that. Get I have a couple enough, more of those. facial hair. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much for coming onto the show today, being the co-host while Kieran is uh, uh, masturbating furiously in India. But where can we find you and your stuff? Uh, my stuff. Well, you can find my stuff on my person. So come and see me in person. <laughs> no, don't do that. I would probably punch you um oh, very, we can do violence here <laughs> i'll bitch slap you no um but yeah i'll hopefully getting back into we had a quiet year last year didn't really do much but yep. hopefully getting back into bar talk in the next couple of months or Excellent. so so please check out australiamusiciansradio.com and has all the links there otherwise for my own music stuff i yes, don't really get to yes. promote it i saw that you were going to do some new stuff with you i've started recording excellent excellent i know that uh you've also got a tiktok Oh uh, yeah, go and view the TikTok. I put all the shit up there. There's some real like there's some absolute rubbish bin shit. What, what in is there. your what is your solo? Zar Green. T S A R. Yeah. I know we can find that on Spotify, that's where I follow oh, you. Yeah, all the streaming shit. Fantastic. Yeah. Our new album be coming out at some point. I should play on that record. I feel like I should play on that record. I don't know what I can do. I'll what do you want to play? Well, well give me some random right. weird, you know, sub uh, you know, sub Saharan African instrument that you can so find. Cool. I'll come on, I'll give you a couple of... Is it guitar ones? That's all I can play. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show, being the coach, bringing some drinks. It's always exciting. It's a great way to start the year off with yourself and 
I'm oh, sure yeah. we'll have you back with Kieran in the, in the studio. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow the We Only Do One Take podcast on a whole bunch of social media Yeah, platforms. your turn to fucking embarrass oh, yourself. Oh, that's fine. We can follow us on SoundCloud, <laughs> iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you know what? We even sometimes stream on Twitch. We've got a Twitch account. We do that very rarely, but we ah, will do that in the future. How long till you get banned? How long that? until we get banned? That's something that the uh, you can put your votes in. You can actually put a vote in if you'd like. We should um, run a bet. Absolutely. Yeah, well, bet, if, bet app. But you know what? If, uh, if, if fans want to vote in and see, we get a guess in of when we get banned on Twitch, you can email it to us. <laughs> and we only do on take podcasts at gmail.com. Dan, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, fucking love it. Thank and you, Turch. We will see you all next Thursday. Yeah. You are listening to. We only do one take podcast. The only podcast in the world. That is a complete shit show. What <laughs> outro music? That's you're official now. You've you've so official. Jay Z has just wet his pants. It's the same as the intro. (laughs) (laughs) People have forgotten. People have forgotten what it sounds like. It's true. It's it's true. true.